He is talented. He is a wonderful person to deal with. And, frankly, he's downright handsome. Enough about Chris Buck, though. Let's meet our guest for today, David James. (laughs) How's it going, guys? Oh, David, it's so great to hear from you, buddy. And uh, how are you doing, man? It's been a while since we've been able to catch up. How have you been dealing with everything that's uh, that's been going on? Yeah, you know, uh, just the same as everybody else, you know, uh, just Try to stay positive and, and stay safe, and, uh, you know, I'm getting by. You know, it's uh, still a lot of songwriting lately and, and uh, you know, trying to keep busy that way. <laughs> yeah, you know, hockey's interesting this year. You know, it's fun to watch. Uh, it's fun to watch an all-Canadian division. I'm pretty, I'm pretty excited about it. It's been, it's been really exciting hockey so far, and, and a lot of, uh, of rivalries starting to develop, a lot of bad blood, which, you know, for fans is really fun to watch. So, uh yeah, you know, it's, and one of the nice things about this winter for me has been able to just get out and skate and uh, and stuff like that. The weather's been insane for January in Manitoba. Like, I cannot remember such a warm January, but it's been nice to be able to get out there and uh, rip it up a bit on the ODR. And for you, has it been nice to kind of slow things down a little bit? I know it can kind of get hectic for artists at times, and it can kind of be overwhelming. Has it been nice to slow down and, you know, spend some time, uh, you, know, you know, just even with yourself, man, and just catch up on... I'm being being you. Yeah, like who is David really getting to no. <laughs> uh you know, I think for me it was the same as a lot of people where it's like at first, you know, everybody was like kinda worried and then everybody was you know, kind of okay with everything and, and like kinda settled in, but now I'm back to being a little anxious again and ready to get out there, you know. It's kind of it's been a long time and uh you know, frankly, we just uh, we had a lot of cool shows planned for last year and for this year. So, fingers crossed, some of it gets to happen. But you know, those things will will happen when it's the right time. And and until then, I'm, you know, just trying to work on writing more and and uh, you know, coming up with so many ideas for the live show. And and that's going to be the really nice thing is when we get back to live shows, we're going to be putting on the best shows we've ever had, just because. You know, we're just brimming with ideas right now and, like, different things we want to do. So I guess in that way it's been pretty cool. Talking with David James, before we delve more into the music, David, you know, as a singer, and and I've listened to your old stuff and then your new stuff, how your voice has grown and matured, how do you keep your voice ready to go for when you do start playing shows again? Because it's not like you can go from, you know, not doing anything to trying to, to rock a crowd of a couple thousand people. Like, how do you stay ready? Yeah, I'm gonna be so rusty, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, I think I think writing every day helps because you're you're constantly singing. So for me, for me, uh, I try and sit down and write at least part of the song every day. Um, it's not a whole one, and that really kind of kind of keeps you in the music mindset. It keeps your guitar playing and your vocal chops up a little bit, which is uh, which is good. But I've also got some day of stuff. You know, day of a show that uh, I've got like a little routine with a warm up and. Uh, you know, just drinking lots of hot water, and uh, and and actually, my my secret my secret sauce, if if you want to call it that, is I, I do a shot of whiskey before I go on stage. So if nothing else fails, if I'm feeling like crap, if I'm sick, it doesn't matter. Take a shot of whiskey, you're good to go. There you go. The the <laughs> David James how to guide of what to it's do got, before a live show. Stamp of approval. I'm pretty sure uh, like Canada Health has come out and said that it works. So <laughs> yeah, that sounds. Like it could be true. Talking with David James, David, uh, you talked about writing more. Uh, what's that been like? Because I don't know how much you maybe derive inspiration from things going on around you, but really hasn't been much going on in the in the world positive wise. So, how's your writing been? Yeah, Dave. You know, it's been uh, it's been a pretty un- 
inspiring time to try and write. I'm not going to lie. You know, it's just, uh, you know, with everything going on, I mean, like, um, you know, it's just, uh, it's, it's, it's like musically not been, I should say the most inspiring, but you know, like anything else, you just learn to deal with it and power through and, and take inspiration from other places and, and stuff like that. And, and you know what, we all, we all remember life before the pandemic. So, you know, I've really enjoyed kind of writing a lot and something musically that's been really fun for me is at the start of the pandemic, I got to kind of reconnect with a lot of the music that I listened to when I was a kid. And that made me fall in love with music, you know, like going through old records, like, you know, stuff, everything from the Rolling Stones to Johnny Cash, to Roy Orbison, you know, to, uh, you know, Dwight Yoakam, like kind of just going through all these, this catalog of albums that made me fall in love with music and, and that itself has been really inspiring for me and, and kind of just reaffirmed the kind of music I want to make and the kind of music I want to write and, and uh, you know, giving me different ideas for the live show too. Talking with David James on the Country 107 Morning Show and Steinbeck Online Podcast. Uh, David, lots of stuff to get to still, including uh, let's talk about this this new single you got out now with Genevieve Fisher, Then There's You. Uh, what a fantastic collaboration. How did you and Genevieve connect on this project? Yeah, you know, the song took kind of an interesting journey. I mean, at first, you know, uh, recording it in the studio, I mean, this song was never meant as a duet. And so, you know, my producer and I recorded it in the studio for my record, um, you know, like over a year ago. And we didn't have a female voice on the song, and the song was never intended for that. And And just the whole time, I don't want to say we weren't happy with the song because we were, but it just always felt like it could kind of reach another gear, you know, like just hit another stride and, and we just couldn't quite get it there. But, you know, we didn't really know what else to do. And we're like, okay, well, you know, maybe we're overthinking this. It's a great song. It sounds great. And so we released it on the record. And, and then we were, when we were talking about radio singles, I think it was my manager who had this idea, you know, why not uh, stick a female voice on there? And, and, you know, as somebody who had never recorded a duet before, um, you know, I was kind of like, I don't want to say hesitant, but I was like, all right, you know, let's try this out. And, and so we all came up with a list of names, and Genevieve was on all of them. And, you know, she's just got such a killer voice, and I've been a fan of hers for a little while. She's kind of like one of those... Um, sort of newer, more unknown artist to a lot of people, uh, Canadian country artist, but she's just such a fantastic talent. And, um, you know, I've just, I got to meet her a couple of times over the years and she was just such a great person. And, and so I'll never forget, you know, um, I'll never forget driving in my truck, <laughs> actually driving in my truck on the way to Corey Oaks golf course. And, uh, my producer gives me a call and he says, pull over. I just sent you the first mix to her first vocal take on the song let me know what you think and i pulled over and i was like holy like this is what the song has been missing it was just like all of a sudden it was like wow that's just such a good fit and and it's been really fun to get to know her you know and she's just such a great human and i mean the other tricky thing with the pandemic and COVID 19 was you know she lives in london ontario so um we weren't able to work in the studio together so it was a lot of back and forth and a lot of moving pieces but in the end i think it really worked out 
Talking with David James, uh, yeah, man, I can say that that's a safe assumption that it worked out. Uh, quick pause before we get into uh, some more stuff here, but you said you were driving to Corey Oaks. I know you're a big golfer. I've uh, had the pleasure of golfing with you before. You're a really good golfer. Uh, how much are you missing springtime right now and, and just wishing you could get back onto Corey or to, to the Steinbeck Flying or Jerusalem out here? How much are you counting down the days? Oh, man, like I played so much golf this year. Dave, the nice thing about the summer for me, I mean, it sucked. You know, you couldn't go out and play shows, and, and I didn't get to, you know, like travel and, and around the country and play shows and visit fans, which is the thing I love most about getting to do what I do. But I did get to play a ton of golf, especially around Steinbeck. So Steinbeck area has my favorite golf courses, and – you know, I was probably out at Corey and, and the fly-in in Jerusalem, you know, probably about 50 times this year. So, you know, there's a good chance every single person who lives in Steinbeck saw me at some point driving through town on my way. But, uh, you know, I just can't wait, man. I just, you know, it's good. You know, it's it's nice to be able to just go outside in the summertime and, and for me. And, and uh, golf is special. My dad taught me when I was quite young and it's something we got to do together and, and something we still get to do together. So it's kind of the way that we hang out. So golf is uh, is pretty cool for me. Yeah, and uh, when the spring and summer does roll around, if you're around, I, I promise we'll take you out and, and we'll hit up Corey Oaks and, and we'll have some fun. <laughs> we got to do it, man. It's too good. Uh, David, uh, just a couple more before I let you go here. Uh, you're just talk, getting back into the music. You know, I'm, I'm looking at the songs and the singles that you've released. And, man, you were you were on a hot streak. Like, you had some momentum going. Do you feel like that stalled out because of the pandemic? And if so, how do you how do you deal with that? And do you feel like you're just trying to get it back? Yeah, you know, it's, it, well, I mean, it's kind of a weird feeling. I think, um, you know, so many just things got put on pause, it feels like. And, and um and yeah, for me, you know, uh, we had a lot of success at radio, and and I just wrapped like right before the pandemic, we just wrapped a year-long tour with Aaron Perchett, where we went across the country yeah. three different times, and and uh, played you know seventy shows or something with him, and then another like twenty or thirty on my own, and, and uh, you know twenty twenty nineteen was just such a great year, and then to go to twenty twenty, yeah, it sucks, you know. I, I guess at the end of the day, for an artist, the way you really get to you know the way you really get to feel the pulse on how your music is doing is by getting out and playing live shows you know especially new songs like you can release a song to radio and and to you know streaming and whatever else but you don't really get a sense of like how people are connecting with your music until you get to play live and and kind of see the response and have them sing along and, and and for me that's the really special part is getting to create something that really resonates with people and they connect with and you know they want to come to the show and they want to hear the song and they want to sing along and and you know it's a song that resonates with them in life and and so not getting to do that it does kind of feel like you've stalled out a little bit but you know we're going to get it back and and that's okay you know we're just focusing on writing a lot of new music and and hopefully recording some songs that people want to hear in the future before we get uh, into some lighter questions, David, uh, how much do you balance making music that's popular now versus, you know, blazing your own trail and trying to create your own sound? Yeah, I mean, you know, for me, I think I think at the end of the day, you never really want to sacrifice music, the music you like to make, you know, and I don't really think there are many artists who really do do that. I, I, I think 
the wonderful thing about music is there seems to be, you know, kind of a home for everybody in some way, especially country music, you know, it's just kind of such a broad genre right now and blurred lines that you can kind of make what you want to make. And, and, you know, there's a good chance it might fit on country radio. And, and, you know, I alluded to a lot of the artists that grew up listening to, you know, in the past, and there were a lot of country artists in there, but there, you know, there's also a lot of rock, you know, rock and roll influences in my life. And, and I grew up listening to Motown records and gospel music and, you know, even even stuff like Blink-182. You know, I, <laughs> I, I kind of listened to everything growing up, and, and there's a little piece of that in all my songs. So, you know, I try and just create songs that, you know, I'm really proud of and, and I want to sing every night, and that's the main thing, creating songs that you want to perform and you want to sing, and, and hopefully at the same time, you know, people are connecting with them, and, and, and then you got something pretty special. If you ever do uh, a music video where you're running down the street naked like they did with uh, Blink-182 there, <laughs> that would get some attention, I think, David. <laughs> probably the wrong kind of attention. Yep, you probably. Know, if my career really stalls out, maybe this is a good opportunity <laughs> for me to do something like that. It'll be on Steinbeck Online. David James, naked at Quarry Oaks. I can, I can just see the headline. Oh, that's already happened, Dave. That's already happened. <laughs> uh, David, before we let you go, a couple more uh I joked at the beginning of this about uh, Chris Buck because I know that uh, he's both a buddy of ours. Uh, and then just thinking about the closeness of the country community, you haven't been able to see a lot of your friends that you you know that you've met on tour and gone on tour with before. What's that been like? You know, trying to stay connected to uh, a lot of artists that you know genuinely like being around each other. Yeah, you know it's it's been tough. It's been it's been crazy. You know it's. Um yeah, it's it, like you said. It's it's really a tight community. It's a family, and um, you know, and you develop these friendships and and you know these re- really tight relationships, and and you know, like you getting to you know say go go on tour with somebody, you play shows with somebody, you really kind of get to be friends and, and get really close and kind of share this really unique experience that not a lot of get people get to have, which is really cool. But, but you know what, we're just doing what everyone else is doing right now. And, and, you know, we all miss friends, we all miss family and, and, uh, it's, it's been a tough year and a half or, we, you know, we're getting through it. There's light at the end of the tunnel and, and we just need to, you know, keep making sacrifices, keep staying safe and, and we'll, uh, we'll get through to the other side eventually. I'm talking to Chris on Friday. Is there something maybe you want to you want to say to him? Uh, I should send him a message. Or I can play him on Friday. <laughs> just just ask him ask him how he feels about the grilled cheese battle that him and I did on Instagram. Just ask him who is better at making grilled cheese. Just you know, just twist the, twist his arm a little bit about that. <laughs> you got it. I'm going to play that exact quote from you. I'm going to play him that audio. <laughs> uh, before we let you go, David, uh, what's in the future plans? Are you doing some uh, some new music? You got some a, a new EP coming out. You're doing some live stuff. Tell us what we can expect from David James. Yeah, you know, uh, we're going to be in the studio shortly recording some more new music for for everyone, and, and uh, you know, just a lot of writing. And yeah, I mean. You know, fingers crossed we're going to have a bunch of shows this year. we got a lot of plans, but, I mean, everything's tentative at this point, so it's just kind of waiting to see how the year develops and uh, stuff. But, uh, you know, we'll get out there on the road soon enough and, and look forward to uh, partying with uh, everybody in Steinbeck uh, as soon as we can. When the time comes, we'll get you back in studio. We'd love to have you play live, and then we'll uh, we'll go play a round or two. How's that sound? That sounds great, man. David, you're awesome. Thank you so much for the time today. I really appreciate it. Of course. Yeah, thanks, buddy.